Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding, and my name is Rick Beta. If you are new to the show, welcome. Usually it's just me spitting into the mic, but I have done some great interviews with some amazing human beings as well, so make sure you circle back. Check them all out. Each and every interview is amazing, so make sure to give them all a listen. And you can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com, or follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. So I went skating yesterday. Yeah, you should go about once a week. So which was, this was, I'm recording on Monday, this was Sunday. You know, and all the stars were aligned for me to make this happen, right? I was, I was feeling the vibe as I had just come off a high of learning how to do long-ass frontside no-slide slappies, comma, in my dream the night before. Yeah, that's right. So it was in my dream. I still count it, though, technically, in a way. But it was a fantastic sleep. It was such a fantastic sleep session, too. Almost as good as the time I did a better wall ride than Tommy Guerrero. Yeah, episode 65, if you want to go back and check that one out. Yeah, it happened. But I was sliding so long. I mean, it felt like it felt like six feet. And it was so easy. I was popping out of them with style, just flowing. And too bad I wasn't lucid, though, because I would have known right away that it was a dream because doing them all first try is a huge red flag, right? <laughs> and I did at least five to six, like, perfectly, too. Another red flag. It'd be like, wait a minute, Rick, you're dreaming, dude. Snap out of it. I was in the zone, though. Well, so I thought. But technically, like, in my mind, I was. <laughs> you know, but you get what I'm saying, not to confuse things even more. But pretty much any frontside slide of anything is difficult. So damn difficult. You know, those who can do them know, and those who have failed to land one know as well. So when I woke up, I knew right away that that was now a trick that I had to learn. Or actually, I think relearn. Because I know I've done short ones in the past, nothing like too exciting, you know, or long, but I know I've done them before. I know the feeling, I know the motion, i just never done one that's longer than like a foot, you know, probably not even two feet. So as I said, you know, frontside slides of any kind are difficult, at least for me. But nevertheless, I was stoked to go skating. It was a mid-morning session, and I decided to hit up this local curb that I always, you know, kind of warm up, kind of get the vibe, see how I'm feeling at a nearby school. You know, and if I have a good time there, I know I have a better chance of maybe going to another, another location and having fun as well. You know, just continuing the, the, the flow and the vibe. However, my knee disagreed that day. Like, it wanted nothing to do with skating. None. Nope. No thank you. Try again another time is basically what it was telling me. And I did, I did do warm-up, like, stretches before, and I wore my, my knee sleeve, which really helps, like, 99.9% .9 of the time. That wasn't helping today either. So it's like, it was a struggle from beginning to end. I got a few nose slides in, grinds, you know, before calling it a day. I mean, the entire session was just shy of an hour, maybe. You know, it just, but it felt much longer. My wife was like, oh, I thought you'd be gone much longer. I'm like, eh, eh. But it was such a grind. No pun intended, of course. Nothing was working. I didn't even try any flip tricks. I knew better. I, no way am I going to try any flip tricks. So I didn't get to land that long-ass frontside no-slide slappy after all. I mean, I tried one. Don't get me wrong. I tried one. The board went flying whew, right from underneath my feet. I landed on both hands and kind of did a, a, a quick push to get myself back up. So, yeah, I'm, I still plan on relearning them, though, but because I'm not giving up that easily. But they are so hard. So it's like goals. 
goals, baby. Front side, no side, slappy side. I, or slappy, no sides. However you want to say it. You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to learn them eventually. But, but what I want to talk about today is don't you just hate those sessions where, you, I mean, you legitimately start to think, why do I even do this to myself? Or like, damn, I suck, you know? Or, or that you're, you know in your mind you can do certain things, but your body is saying, hell no. Yeah, so, I mean, I had one of those days. I drove home just feeling just feeling down, you know? Like, even talking about it now, I'm like, oh, gosh, it's still kind of lingering with me. That's why I'm glad I'm just getting this off my chest and going to be moving on. So I wasn't pumped. I wasn't refreshed. And I'm noticing these moments seem to linger longer with me, as I just said. I'm like, at least longer than, than, longer than not. So when I got home, I just kept, you know, my mind busy by doing a lot of yard work. I mean, I'm talking like tons of, like hours of yard work, okay? So I was, I was, I was working on my farmer tan, not going to lie. And it's coming along nicely. It's got a nice, it's almost like an even cut. That farmer tan is looking legit. But it was nice to get my mind off skateboarding for a bit. I needed it after that morning, you know. So once I was done and we all had dinner, the kids went to bed, I decided to fire up the laptop and kind of see what was, you know, what was new, what was going on in the world of skateboarding, you know? And it was like the algorithm was reading my mind or attempting to give me a reminder slash confidence booster. There was a suggested video from Zach Dowdy's YouTube page titled The Aging Skateboarder's Perspective. Before I even clicked play, I was already starting to smile and thank the universe, you know? <laughs> there are no accidents in life, right? I didn't just stumble upon this video algorithm or not this was meant for my eyes that day and at that moment so here's the synopsis how to skateboard when you're older with kevin marks of look back library skateboarding to many people is more than the act of writing but the identity of being a skateboarder in this video kevin talks about the perspective from a skateboarder that's going into his 50s end of synopsis and it's almost as if they forgot to add in this one's for you, Rick. You know, that's how I felt. This video is only about 10 minutes long, too. And I have to admit, I pretty much agree with 99% of what Kevin said. I truly felt like he was talking directly to me at times. I felt that connection. It was such a trip. I was like, wow, okay, I get it. I needed this. And he talked about how he felt in his 30s as compared to his 40s. You might be listening right now going, yeah, I'm in my early 20s, Rick. I'm early 30s you know, and thinking like, oh, I'm good. I don't need to hear what you or Kevin has to say at this topic. I'm good. I got plenty of time. And I would say, no, you don't actually because you're going to be older one day. Time doesn't go fakey. Nope. It happens to us all. So scoot that chair in a little bit closer while you're at it. Okay, come on. Got plenty of room for you over here. You are going to experience how frustrating it is not only to lose tricks, but how difficult it is trying to keep said tricks. This is where the challenge begins, you know, only because you can't keep up with them all. You just can't. They just go away, like snapping your fingers, like they're gone. They gone. Like in that one Avengers movie, I think of what, Endgame or the one before that, you know, where they just kind of fade into the distance. Yeah, that's what happens with tricks. And you are in a constant state of trying to hang on to those, well, handful of tricks or maybe two handfuls of tricks for the rest of your life. <laughs> and like Kevin said, you're also only skating once or twice a week and at a much diminished time as well. 
I was nodding my head so hard I almost broke my neck after he said that. I get out about once a week these days. Once a week. And if I'm really feeling great, it's for a couple of hours. Now let me tell you this, though. Skating once a week sucks. If you do it, you know what I'm talking about. It's much like if you play golf. You can't play golf once a week because you're, you're never going to be great at golf. you got to play every single day. Go to the driving range every single day. you got to practice skateboarding every single day. If you can, that is. If you can. But it's almost like starting over every week. That's no joke. And keep in mind, I'm not asking for a pity part here. I'm just stating facts, you know. I'm not like, woe is me, you know, the world's smallest violin for me. No. And I know at least one of you out there is, is dealing with this or at least something similar. It happens. It happens to many of us. It doesn't happen to us all. There are some rare species out there that can learn tricks into their 50s and 60s. You know, it happens. There, are, But it's few and far between. When Kevin got to the point about acceptance, I almost fell out of my chair. You nailed it right on the head, man. That was exactly what I needed to hear this past Sunday. I was like, preach, preach. So spot on, every single word. He also talked about his mindset and that he needs to remind himself that although he isn't able to hang on to all the tricks he used to, that he is still lucky, lucky enough that he, can, he still has the ability to skate. He's not battling any major injuries, is somewhat healthy, and can still do a few tricks. You know, that's a win. I'm like, that's true. That's a success. If you can go out, have fun, not get killed, not break a bone, maybe do a trick or two, that's a win. I also related to his comment on how he doesn't even think about learning new tricks at his age. And see, that's why I mentioned earlier that I know I've done at least one frontside nose slide in the past. So I'm going to be technically relearning this trick. It won't be a new one. Because I too, I think I'm sort of past that. I'm past learning new tricks. I'm just trying to hang on to what I got. And keep in mind, I'm just talking about my situation. Knowing my limitations, my abilities, and having to accept those. You know, you won't catch me flying down stairs, you know, like 16 stairs or flying down handrails. None of that in the near future. You know, I, I, I've come to realize that. And I actually, when, even in my prime, I don't think I, I didn't go that big. I, I caveman some rails that were pretty decent, at least I thought. I need to go revisit them and look at them nowadays, you know, like in the current day. But all I have to say is this. The interview was so refreshing to hear and... As I've mentioned, it was exactly what I needed to, in my life and needed to hear at that time. I was just kind of feeling down, you know, kind of kicking myself like, come on, Rick, you know, you could have done better. And there are always going to be plenty of skaters out there who have like more time and energy during their week to get out and maintain their tricks, you know, learn new ones and not have to worry about like, you know, what Kevin and I are going through, you know, <laughs> it's true. That's a given. But I think that because so many skateboarding superstars or pioneers are getting up there in age now it's what resonates with me. It's what we're all kind of experiencing as well. Like these, these legends of like the peak of skateboarding are, are from the peak of skateboarding, the, the golden age or whatever you want to call it, are getting older. Some still have their tricks. Others, you know, you're not seeing as much. They might not be vocalizing about it or posting about it, but, you know, it's happening. But this was 10 minutes of time well spent. You know, I guess the only thing 
now that I mentioned, or now I'm thinking about it, that I didn't agree with, <laughs> with Kevin was when he was talking about there is one possible way to increase our skills and trick lists, and that is to go skating more than one day a week and for longer durations. <laughs> I was like record scratch, like, whoa, 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 Kevin, Kevin, t- t- take it easy, man. I know we just met. Let's not get too crazy now. Skating multiple days a week? Jeez. That that scared me. So like I said, 99% of the of the video, I totally agreed. That 1%, that's just damn, multiple days a week. I don't know, man. You do do you do you, Kevin, if you can pull that off, but I'll uh I'll just leave a TBD for me regarding that. But then again, you have guys like Aurelian Giroux who have the ability and time to dedicate 100% of their time to skateboarding. And it works for him, of course. And it helps that he's only 23 as well. <laughs> of course, right? So shifting now to the Aspire Inspire episode from Monster Energy. This was the first of the series, so episode one. And it seems like they wrapped it up, wrapped up his episode here. So I'm assuming that we will see another rider for episode two. This was only about 13 and a half minutes, and it was a nice look at Aurelian's childhood. We got to hear from his mother, learn about his father, got to see some really early footage of him. I mean, he was killing it at such an early age. Clearly, the dude is a natural. We know this. We've seen him on a board. We know what he can do. Dude is a natural. And when you watch it, take notice of his signature at the beginning, too. That's one legit autograph, man. The A, that A is very impressive. And notice how everything slants to the left, which some handwriting ex- experts claim that means like the individual usually has like an introverted personality. Everything slant to the left. So dude is definitely humble. I can see that. He's multi-talented too. Like when he's riding that motorcycle around a minute in, I posited that it was about a minute 36. How in the hell do people do wheelies like that and not fall on your back or your butt? How? I mean, the last time I checked, gravity still works. I'm confused because, like, my brain can't get used to the fact that when they're in that position, which is almost, like, straight up and down, their right hand doesn't go, like, full throttle, full crank on that throttle. How? You have gravity working. Your momentum is attempting to, like, push you back, right? Yet you still have balance to, you know, enough enough balance to keep the throttle and wheelie going mind-blowing every time i see them I'm like how do you guys do that anyway maybe i'll start up a motocross podcast one day and have some guests kind of educate me on the thing because I, I just don't get it not at all so back to the video now but it was nice to see and hear his mother's point of view in that she didn't really see him having a future until he won the tampa am in 2015 that win of course we know now catapulted him to where he is today and she, I think she kind of knew all along that he had this talent. She would, she would drag, you know, he would take him and drag his sister along. As they went to the skate park, he would be there for like five to seven hours, he said. Crazy. That is insane. I mean, I could barely get my daughter to come up to my soccer, my son's soccer practice, which is only like an hour and a half. Telling her, oh, Okay, we're going to go to, you know, your, your brother's practice. It's going to be about five to seven hours. I'll bring the uh, generator, a TV, and a refrigerator for you. 
That would be the requirement to get her to sit for that long. They'll just chill. Be like, okay, yeah, for, for her brother. So she knew all along. And all that time, of course, paid off. And then, as I said, mom quickly found out how important winning Tampa Am is. She knew right then and there, like, well, this is something different. You know, he's something different. This is, this is something special that's going on with him. But what I liked about this video and why I want to talk about today is much like the Kevin Marks video I, I just talked about was the timing of the message, you know, of course, and the mess- and the timing that I received it, too. You know, Aurelian talked about training for the Olympics. That word, it's still kind of weird to say in regards to skateboarding, but it's true, right? I mean, they are training, you know, lots and lots of repetitions. Some of them have coaches. So, I mean, technically it's training, you know, or practice, or however you want to, but yeah, he used the word training. And especially for an event like the Olympics. But he said no matter what he is doing, whether it's riding with his friends or training for a contest, quote, you're doing skateboarding, so you are just having fun every time you're going on your board. End of quote. Oh, yeah. Well said, Aurelian. I needed that too, man. The timing of that one was perfect. It's true. It's all about having fun. Yeah, I kicked myself on Sunday. Like, you know, my my standards, you know, I wanted to have this awesome, like, slappy, you know, frontside slappy nose slide and talk about it today. And it all worked out because I had a dream about it and this and that. But nothing worked that day. But it also inspired me to talk about, like, my down day. You know, I know you guys have had one, too. But that comment really resonated with me. It was a nice reminder. Just have fun. So thank you for the reminder, AG. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on the biggest stage of them all. I'm sure you're going to be locked in and focused as usual. Definitely a threat. So, yeah, Lion France represent, right? So you're you're representing well. Are you guys are represented well over there? So excited to see that. That's the next couple, what? May was looking for July, roughly. Hopefully it happens July, August, but we will see. So that's all I've got for this week. I'll be sure to include links to all the videos that I talked about today. So check those out in the show notes and I will talk to you next week. See ya. (laughs) 